Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Wretched Saint Radio, where we discuss theology, apologetics, and everything in between regarding the Christian faith and practice. On today's episode, I want to talk about leadership, but not just leadership, but biblical leadership, true leadership. In today's society, the role of leadership takes on many shapes and forms and is exercised in many different ways to varying degrees. The leadership is a reflection of the leader themselves. It is a reflection of their character, conduct, and convictions. Secular culture perpetuates a selfish mentality, especially when it comes to leadership stemming from pride. Their focus is obtaining and maintaining rewards, benefits, profit, influence, recognition, and power. However, this is not the way leadership was designed or intended from creation and for creation. This is evident in and through the objective truth of God's word from which we obtain the standard of leadership rather than the subjective opinions of society. Scripture demonstrates that leadership is to be exercised through respect, love, care, sacrifice, humility, and vulnerability. It is designed to be influential over the hearts, minds, and development of those being led. This shows that leadership is meant to be transformational, and not on a superficial surface level, but an inward change of the heart and mind, bearing fruit in action. God's kingdom matures and progresses through ecological relations and exchanges between the leader and those they serve. Evidence of this is found throughout the entire testimony of Scripture. We have amazing examples of fallible, flawed, and frail people that were used in a mighty way by the grace of God. In the Old Testament, we have individuals like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Joshua, King David, King Solomon, and many more. Additionally, we have the prophets Elijah, Elisha, and Isaiah, to name a few. For example, King David wrote Psalm 23, which reflected the leadership character and qualities of a shepherd. In the New Testament, we have the Lord himself, Jesus Christ, along with the apostles like Peter, James, John, and Paul, to name a few. For example, Jesus and the apostles taught and exemplified servant leadership, Matthew 20, verses 26 through 28. With the exception of Jesus Christ, all these men were imperfect people, called according to the will and purpose of God. However, there is no greater example of leadership than Jesus Christ himself, who did not come into this world to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. Mark 10, 45. The purpose of this episode is to demonstrate how the scriptures express three types of leadership themes, discipleship, servant leadership, and shepherd leadership, exercised in and through humility, faith, and servitude. Humility is an attitude of humbleness and obedience grounded in the acknowledgement of one standing before God as his creatures. This is definitely one of those themes that we see within the leadership roles of the Old Testament. For example, one could look at Moses in the book of Exodus. Society may see a leader as someone who has magnetism, confidence, and some superiority. However, the scriptures tell us that some of the most successful leaders are those who act modestly and in humility seek the help of others. Humility and Joint Responsibility In Exodus 18, the father-in-law of Moses, Jethro, realizes that Moses has taken on too much responsibility in making decisions and advises him to share that responsibility with responsible, trustworthy men. Like Moses, a great leader is a humble one who realizes their place before God and men. Just as God called them, he also calls others and sends them to aid those in roles of leadership by exercising their God-given gifts. This helps a leader from falling into the temptation of pride and benefits those under their leadership to succeed and glorify God. 
Furthermore, humility allows a leader to realize things such as the strengths and weaknesses, the gifts and callings of others. This enables them to steward them and nurture them within their vocation, creating an environment of mutual respect, excelling the kingdom of God. Humble leaders are those who ultimately put their trust and confidence in God and exercise their authority by acting in a role of a servant. For God shows favor and gives grace to the humble. Proverbs 3.34, James 4.6 Faith is a continuous mindset of trust towards God, where we will abandon all reliance on our own efforts and put full assurance in Him, His Word, and His promises. True faith is seen in obedient action, through love and good works. This is true of those who are called to leadership. King David speaks to this when he wrote Psalm 23, the psalm of trust and confidence in the shepherd. A godly leader must put their faith in the good shepherd to lead, guide, provide, protect, discipline, and sustain them because the shepherd has authority over them. Furthermore, the godly leader learns how to lead by following the shepherd's example. An individual is not automatically a shepherd leader, but is formed into one by the leading of the good shepherd himself. It is a process that takes time, humility, and faith. This is especially true during times of trial and tribulation. Psalm 23 verses 4-5 through states, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. There are times of deep darkness or uncertainties in one's life. Yet the leader has their trust and confidence that God will be with them the entire time. He will provide all that is needed for protection and relief. This protection also comes in the form of removing irritants, like flies from the sheep, in order that the flock can live comfortably in peace. The shepherd continuously seeks to provide this because they take seriously the well-being of those who follow them. Faith, or trust and confidence, is a foundational theme and requirement to be a biblical leader. Some may say that in order for one to lead, they must first learn how to follow. This is what it means to be a disciple. Because they do not possess an autonomous sovereign authority or power, but is derived from and reflects Jesus Christ. This delegated leadership is not dependent on abilities or value, plans or devices, but dependent on the purpose, intention, and will of God to a specific end. Disciple was a name given to those who were not merely pupils, but to those who had a deep personal relationship and commitment to the leader they followed, becoming disciplined in their ways. Disciples making disciples was a divine strategy Jesus set in place for building the church. Matthew 28 verses 19 through 20. Discipleship leads to leadership, just like Jesus' 12 disciples became the 12 apostles. Furthermore, becoming a leader does not stop an individual from being a disciple. An example of discipleship leadership is Peter, with whom Jesus was patient with him during his training. So leaders are to be patient as well. Also, a disciple leader never forgets that God's word is central to all things in life. Furthermore, a disciple leader proclaims God's word through teaching, instruction, and application to others. The fruit of disciple leadership is servant leadership. For one to be a biblical servant leader, they first must be a servant of God himself. 
Just like the Ten Commandments and the two greatest commandments spoken of by Jesus in Matthew 22, verses 36 through 40, a right relationship with man flows from having a right relationship with God. Joshua is a prime example of a servant leader because by serving God, the people were able to obtain the promises and blessings of God. Joshua served God and his people as a soldier, mediator, and authority, a teacher to the priests, and of the Mosaic Law. In the same way, a biblical leader is to protect and defend, intercede for, exercise discernment, and properly teach God's people. Servant leaders produce servant leaders, just like Moses was the foundational example for Joshua. The leader is to their followers. Although there is a difference between shepherd leader and a servant leader, both exemplify the importance of exercising humility and faith. The Apostle Paul said in Philippians 2 verses 5 through 8, Having this in mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. This is why Jesus said that he did not come to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Luke 22, verses 24 through 27. A biblical servant leader has six main characteristics or qualities. First, they have a low view of self and an exalted view of God. Second, they lean not on their own understanding, but rely on the wisdom, providence, and sovereignty of God. Third, they have a deep respect and devotion to the Word of God, the Scriptures, always faithfully stressing the importance and teaching of it to those they serve. Fourth, they have a confirmed character or constitution of morality that is founded upon biblical principles, which is evident through their disposition, responsibilities, temperament, and gifts. 1 Timothy 3, verses 1-13, through 13, Titus 1, verses 5-9. through 9. This character is to be exercised with a focus on spiritual maturity and as a living example for others through love, faith, and truth. Fifth, a servant leader's actions are not to be made for or by the approval of man, but must have motives driven by and for God's glory. They must have a profound awareness of accountability and constantly look for opportune moments to promote the kingdom of God. This is accomplished by living a life of daily exposure to the scriptures, meditating on God's word, and deep prayer. Sixth, servant leaders have a kingdom mindset. They are loyal ambassadors of God's command to evangelize, teach, pastor, and build the church by defending, interceding for, exercising discernment, and properly teaching God's people. Servant leaders produce servant leaders, just as disciples produce disciples. Jesus said in John 10, verses 14 through 18, I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So, there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have the authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. 
From this passage, we can see four qualities of a shepherd leader. First, they have a personal and intimate relationship with God. Second, this leads to having the ability to having a relationship with those who have been entrusted to you by God. Third, the shepherd leader serves sacrificially. Lastly, they are submissive to the authority and will of God. The shepherd leads, guides, provides, protects, disciplines, and sustains their flock. These four qualities are exercised through three habits. First is the habit of grace, because as leaders, we are called to allot grace within our families and churches. Second is obeying God's word as the ultimate authority for the church's faith and practice. Lastly, a shepherd leader has the habit of expressing the unconditional love of God to others just as they receive it from God. Humility, faith, and servitude are really a trifecta of biblical leadership qualities, each representing a leg of a tripod. If one leg is missing or removed, then the whole thing collapses. Discipleship, servant leadership, and shepherd leadership are designed for and proves that God's kingdom develops and advances through organic relations, connections, and exchanges between the leader and those they serve. Successful leaders are those who act humbly by seeking the help of others, sharing responsibility and accountability, enabling them to steward those individuals, nurturing their gifts and vocation, which creates an environment of mutual respect, excelling the kingdom of God. The testimony of Scripture has an abundance of examples of leadership, which we have gone over. However, there is no greater example of leadership than what we see in the New Testament found in Jesus Christ. Jesus exemplified for the church three themes of biblical leadership through discipleship, servitude, and shepherding. Disciple leadership calls for deep personal relationship and commitment, becoming disciplined in the statutes of God's commands. Additionally, the servant leader must have tried and proven character, being spiritually mature by exercising faith, hope, and love for those they serve. Lastly, a shepherd leader must live relationally and sacrificially for those who have been entrusted to their care and be submissive to the authority and will of God. All right, well, that's all I have for today. I know it was a short episode, but I thought it was some pretty good stuff there, so... uh <laughs> I hope you were able to uh, learn from it, uh, take it, run with it, use it for God's glory and for the expansion of his kingdom. Let us continue to edify one another as brothers and sisters in the Lord. And please continue to pray um, for your church, for your family, for your friends, for the body of Christ, for this country, and yes, even for our leadership. Our leadership needs it more and more every day as I'm seeing it. Regardless of your views on certain individuals, God has sovereignly placed them in roles of leadership, and we are called to pray for our leaders. Regardless, live out the kingdom mindset, live out the gospel, proclaim the gospel, defend the gospel. Above all else, glorify God magnify Christ, and stay humble. Blessings.